I can't see anything though. Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Welcome to Facebook Live. Well, it is good to be back. I've been off for the last couple of weeks. I uh, did some traveling around, family, friends, etc. I hope you're having a great summer. I would love to talk to you about whether or not uh, you took a family vacation this summer. Things are still a lot crazy in New Jersey. And here's part of the problem. And this is something that I've been thinking about, and I wasn't sure what was going to happen when I got back from my two-week vacation, which, by the way, for those of you who thought I was fired or had coronavirus, nope, none of the above. I'm still healthy, and here I am. Uh, Here's the bottom line, that when people tell you, oh, you don't think coronavirus is real or it's a hoax or it's this, no. Coronavirus is very real. It's so real, in fact, that we're not going to be able to get rid of it. As a matter of fact, the only thing we can do as a society is make sure that we treat people who are vulnerable who also then get sick. And the bottom line is this. You go back to February, March, the whole platform of our New Jersey government was to flatten the curve and stop the spread. And you could argue that most people were very responsible. They stayed home. They did what they were told. And here we were in April. The disease hit its peak and then started to come down. The problem is that the governor changed the rules on us. It went from flatten the curve to eliminate coronavirus altogether. Not in the history of mankind have we eliminated any viruses, except smallpox. And when you look at that in the history of what, thousands of viruses, how many are there out there that docs talk about? Um, The bottom line is you, oh wait, let me ask you, okay, Charlene, uh, Charlene Puglia, I've been saying this, I wonder how many parents, I asked this on the show this morning, we're going to pull their kids out of school and say, we're just going to do the remote learning and we're going to homeschool them. Charlene DeCosta Puglia, I opted for my kids to continue remote learning. Uh, Charlene, there are a lot of parents like you, this idea of kids in masks, listen, The facts are the facts. One child under the age of 15 passed away from COVID-19 in Sweden. Only one. Now, God forbid for that family, but seriously, we're going to set policy on one kid? That doesn't make any sense. In America, 150,000, give or take, thousands of deaths that some were just stacked and added and they were checking the box. Um, But let's say, let's take the government at their word and 150,000 people died. Well, you know how many kids under the age of 15 in America? 30. 30. And and we keep the schools closed? (laughs) Let me tell you, with the rise in alcoholism, with the rise in drug abuse, with the rise in suicide, with the spike in domestic abuse, with the spike in child abuse, I can assure you, your children are much safer without a mask in school. Uh, Sharon DeVita sends the kids to school, no mask. Yeah, I agree with you, Sharon. Let's send them to school with no masks. Someone show me where there is scientific evidence, any medical evidence whatsoever, that shows public use of masks among children who are in second grade is helping anyone. You can't show that. You know why? That study doesn't exist because if it did exist, it would be false and fake. Now, how do I know that? I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. But I can read the epidemiologist. I can read the National Institute of Health. I can read the World Health Organization report. I can read the New England Journal of Medicine. Now, who's more credible than all of those combined, the CDC, etc.? Even Dr. Fauci himself talked about how useless, effectively, my word, not his, it was to have everyone wearing a mask. The Danish Health Authority even said no masks on our public transportation. The Swiss are telling children to now hug their grandparents. You know why? The Swiss, they're about as smart as we are. They may be as smart as anybody we know. 
Their docs are saying what I've been saying for months and months and months, not because it's my opinion, what is my opinion, but it's my opinion based on the medical science and the journals that I've read that asymptomatic, healthy people don't spread this disease, let alone kids. So it's a false statement for the governor to make to say that little Johnny's going to go to school, get sick, and bring it back and kill grandpa. It's not going to happen. You know who may kill grandpa? Governor Murphy and Judy Persicelli, the health commissioner in New Jersey, who literally are responsible for the deaths of thousands of New Jerseyans because they sent positive COVID patients who were discharged from the hospital into the nursing homes. Come on. And the news let them get away with it. All right. Uh, let's see. Who? Oh, I was looking for somebody. Uh, hey, Lenny Gatto. No, we're not going to impeach Murphy. Stop. Listen, it doesn't work that way. Here's the problem that you've got. And I'm going to be very clear with all of you right now. We've got a lot of people watching and we've got a lot of people tuning in. And by the way, thank you. Uh, our show, the ratings through the roof. I really appreciate that you have made our show uh, the top morning show, talk show in New Jersey. Thank you very much for that. It is, it's great to be back knowing how many of you are listening and tuning in. And I do know this, and we, you know, we do ratings up and down six ways from Sunday. There are a number of people who listen all the time and they don't agree with me, but hopefully you're learning something. And I know a lot of you started in vehement disagreement with me back in February, March, and now you've come a long way and here you are with us because you know how absurd it is to continue this crisis indefinitely. Uh, Angela Bates, kids will never keep a mask on. I don't think we are ready for in-person school days yet. These kids are going to be spreading the virus around and bringing it home to their loved ones. Angela, here's the thing. Don't believe the propaganda. The kids spreading the virus around already happened. It happened in January and February. Let me ask all of you, how many of your children were sick in February? I can hear, I can already see your hands going up. Yes, many of you. You know why? My son was sick in February. A couple of days, took him to the doctor. The doctor said, you're tested negative for flu. You're negative for strep. You have an unknown upper respiratory infection. And there you go. He had it. Now, has he been tested for it? No. Have I been tested? No. You know why? I'm a healthy person. There's no way I'm going to go get a test that I know the antibody test, the CDC, as recently as last month, said that half of them, 50%, inaccurate. Uh, Allison Dearson Stefaro, what about the teacher's opinions? We will be with the kids. Allison, you need to be with the kids. The kids are not going to make you sick. Now, if you are over the age of 65, if you are heavy, diabetic, vulnerable, prone to heart disease, have some other comorbidity, COPD, whatever it is, then you need to talk to your union about protecting your job and protecting your health. But if you are a 20 or 30 or 40-something teacher who's healthy, you are simply not at risk of coronavirus or COVID-19 by going back to school, even if every kid in your classroom has it. Now, how do I know this again? Study after study after study, New England Journal of Medicine, National Institute of Health, the Swedish, the Swiss, the Danish health authorities, all coming to the same conclusion. What are they? There are two main conclusions that you need to take away from the science. Number one, asymptomatic, a.k.a. healthy people, do not spread the disease. It is incredibly rare. So that person that's walking around that has coronavirus isn't giving it to you. Number two, and this is very important, children are largely unaffected, almost entirely unaffected. Most won't even get symptoms, let alone get sick. And if you look at the real numbers, we've been battling this thing since what? 
January? And what happened? What happened since January? 30 children lost their lives in America. One in Sweden, and they kept the schools open. So don't come at me talking about science when you know full well you are not vulnerable. Some of you are, and those vulnerable people should be protected. If you've got somebody vulnerable in your household, that's one thing. But if you're not showing symptoms, you are almost guaranteed not to get them sick. Again, how do I know it? Well, I read the science. National Institute of Health, CDC, World Health Organization. Come on. These are real scientists and doctors. And then you got to ask yourself, why did Facebook and YouTube and Google censor the frontline COVID experience doctors with their testimony on Capitol Hill? Why did they censor it? Come on. Something else is going on here. John Michael Barrett, I wonder what your response will be when kids and teachers die of this virus in September. Wow, John, that's pretty dramatic. I wonder how many lawsuits we fight against angry parents against school districts or the station because of their sickness. John, that is arguably the dumbest thing I've heard uh, in a while. And let me tell you, that's not that that's really saying something. So good on you. First of all, you said one thing that made sense. Lawsuit avoidance is part of what we're doing here. You see what's happening in Trenton, right? Workers' compensation. They are now talking about a burden on businesses that because of all predicated on the premise that if you have COVID-19, you definitely got it at work, which is an absolute absurdity. And the other thing is, too, the schools in Sweden stayed open. Now, do the Swedes have a different human immune system than kids and parents in New Jersey? And they found conclusively one kid died and the kids were not spreading the disease to the parents. So honestly, John, go read something. Go to nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. You can read all about it. Now, I know some uh, have joked that they'd rather take their lessons from scientists and medical doctors instead of a radio host. Well, good on you. I would definitely agree with that. But you know what? Radio hosts, some of us anyway, are able to read. And those of us that can read, read medical journals and doctor reports and studies and take it when you balance all that information and you can look at the evidence and say, here I am, here's the conclusion. Asymptomatic people are not spreading coronavirus and B, kids are almost unaffected entirely. All right, Bill Poland, Bill, you need to shave and a haircut. No kidding, right? How ridiculous is this? How have I not cut my hair? Here's the thing, I won't wear a mask. Now, here's what's funny about the whole mask thing. Even if I were wearing a mask with with this hair on my face, it's not really going to work for me, which is why they have requirements about shaving and, you know, operating rooms, et cetera. But bottom line is I'm not wearing a mask, so I'm not going to get my hair cut. And uh, what am I going to do, right? You know, can you really judge a book by its cover? I think that's what you've got to understand. People have said to me, I look like a Bernie voter right now. I probably do a little bit, right? Um... Okay, uh, Maggie, masks are a distraction. As a teacher, I read their faces for understanding. On the light side, it will be difficult to learn their names. They all look alike. <laughs> Maggie, God bless you. You are right. Look, do you know in the state of Minnesota and there are other states around the country that have the same laws, it's actually not legal to wear a mask and cover your face when you walk into certain establishments? That was the rule for a long time in banks. And you've got governors overriding those laws that were passed by elected legislators, and they're overriding it with an executive order based on a false crisis of coronavirus. That's right. I said it. Was it a real crisis? Yes. For about 10 minutes, we had a real crisis of coronavirus, and 150,000 people Possibly, it may be less than that because of how many states padded those numbers in New York, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. But that aside, 
150,000 people lost their lives, most of whom had comorbidities and were over a certain age, most in the area of 70 and up. That said, it is a real disease. It has to be taken seriously by the medical community to make sure that we have enough hospital beds, ICU beds, and ventilators to treat the sick, which, guess what, newsflash, we have. But right now, to quarantine and oppress the healthy, it is a crime. And Governor Murphy's guilty of it. And Governor Murphy and Judy Persicelli, the health commissioner, should be absolutely ashamed of themselves because of their direct orders, thousands of your relatives are dead and died in our nursing homes. That horror show is being ignored because the governor continues to perpetuate the crisis because he wants to control you, he wants to raise your taxes, and Steve Sweeney just agreed to let him borrow another $10 billion. You want to guess who's on the hook for that $10 billion? Yeah, you are. And if you heard me this morning talking to uh, our news anchor, Eric Scott, it's up to $14 billion. So the problem is only getting worse. All right, look, I got to jump. Do me a favor. Follow me on Twitter, at Bill Spadia. They haven't censored me yet. We'll see. And go connect with me on LinkedIn. It's LinkedIn.com. Just search for me by name, Bill Spadia. Send me a connection request. I'll connect with you. And right now, for the love of God, go to NJ1015.com slash Bill Spadia. And please read my latest post with all the links to the medical research that proves my point. Asymptomatic people are not the spreaders, and children are largely unaffected. It is time to get back to school school. It is time to get back to school in person without masks. Enough of this nonsense. I'll see you tomorrow.